services to survive, not just smart ideas. Companies need infrastructure. It was really a structural change. But Amazon didn't just open the gate for third parties on their own site. They also created an entirely new branch of their business in 2006, Amazon Web Services, which began providing more and more cloud-based infrastructure to all those startups that couldn't afford to build their own. When Amazon approached the problem, so they asked the question, how do we scale from here? And they understood that they needed to make the transition into a platform business model. They realized that now they needed to build a solid tech platform which could be used solely with the, with the purpose of helping other third parties' stores to be built on top of Amazon. This was the turning point. Amazon became an infrastructure provider. Big players like Toys R Us and Target signed up. Soon, Microsoft, Google, and IBM were offering cloud-based infrastructure too. It solved a huge problem that left so many companies vulnerable in the late 90s. Basic web infrastructure was now a service you could hire. For startups, overhead dropped and possibilities expanded. For some, it was the return of those 1995 glory days. Only this time, we'd learned a few lessons. I think that people are, hopefully they're thinking about profits <laughs> differently. Julia Furlon is the host of Vox Media's Go For Broke podcast, which has a whole first season about the dot-com bubble. She told us the ground shifted after the bubble burst. For one thing, startups weren't rushing toward an IPO as often. Building something on the web was no longer about just grabbing a cool domain and hoping people invested. The web was growing up. Quick side note, that doesn't mean there aren't still boom and bust stories. There's always going to be a WeWork in the news. What I'm talking about, though, is the larger culture. We started this season by talking about the Netscape IPO in 1995. 